record on the audio. Okay. And uh, I'll I'll piece in the first part. So uh, just so you guys know, first part of our convo gives the context. We're now live. Uh, okay. So coach, conditioning, conditioning it is mm. so powerful based on the obvious examples that I shared um, of my week. So dive in on conditioning, what it is, how it works, how it happens, and then we'll get some points as far as how to make sure we don't have seven years of doing something that takes us three hours when we could have had a piece of software do it in five minutes. Well, that's a big one because, you know, conditioning is a big word. And in our language system, you could replace it with programming, right? Um, because that's essentially what it is, Yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a form of programming. And um, the problem is when it, it produces a negative outcome, right? Yeah. So to a certain extent, we all fall into a conditioning pattern, right? You know, learning how to tie your shoes, learning how to clean your home. So let's say when you grew up, maybe you learn how to clean house or do certain things a certain way. Um, if it resonates with you, you keep it. If it doesn't um, upset your life in any sort of way, then there's really no reason to question it. That's good. But then we have, then we have t other types of conditioning that leads to unwanted behavior, unwanted outcomes, um, highly negative situations, right? Yeah. Um, the spectrum is, is a big one in terms of where somebody can be found on that spectrum. And so I think for me, the first thing is, it's like you raise your hand and say, um, we've all been affected by it, right? Yeah. You grew up in a household, you know, somebody in that household is a leader, you're going to be conditioned by what happens in that household. Mm -hmm. Okay. So conditioning is not the end of our lives. It's just something that we experience as we grow up is something that we experience as we move through life. And, but then we have something called consciousness, which allows us to be able to say, Hey, wait a minute, is this really working? Yeah. I know I've been doing this, but do I really need to continue doing that? Okay. And I'm staying away from extreme behaviors here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but we're saying, um, what does this conditioned behavior do for you? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the question. So when, the, when, you know, when they come to me, right, the client comes in, I know they're dealing with conditioning, but that's one of the things that they're dealing with. Right. Yep. Um, I'm depressed. I got this going on. I have something happening in my home. Okay. Guess what? So an aspect of that is conditioning. Yeah. Right. What do you want to do with it? So again, we still have to come back to that idea, right? We may have been conditioned, but what do you want to do? Yeah. Because unless you have a goal in mind, you don't get off of that feedback loop. You're just going to stay on it. And there are some conditioning patterns that are more difficult, as you know, to get beyond or navigate away from than others. Yeah. Right. Um, learning how not to open your mouth so quickly when you're in a meeting, um, that could be something for some people that would be fairly easy to do for some and for others, they just can't help it. 
or the right. people that they're conditioned to be silent because they don't think they have anything of value to offer. I see that a lot in uh, work exactly. settings. Exactly. So when I think about conditioning, I am careful with that word, right? Because context is everything, right? Um, I start looking at what are the results of the conditioning? That's where I really want to go. What are the results of the conditioning that that person has? So let me explore that way. So you have these behaviors, you have these thoughts, right? Yeah. You have these patterns. They're conditioned. What do you want to do to change them, right? That's where I like to go um, because then the person gets to go in and see it themselves, right? You kind of like help them see what we're seeing. Because otherwise, if we just say, hey, look, there's something wrong with you, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to correct it. As a matter of fact, they might double down on their behavior. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So conditioning is one of those things that we all deal with. It's a part of um, growing up in this life. Um, again, to be conditioned to be, uh, what is that? Um, what's the word? I was raised. That's the phrase. I couldn't find it. I was raised this way. That's another phrase, but it's still conditioning, right? Yeah. It's still conditioning. I saw that coach at um, the Fast 45 this week where there were, so um, I'm working uh, the whole year on time management. And the reason I decided to theme the year is because, um, quite frankly, I got tired of it when I would do a time management training, it was always the same questions, always the same obstacles. And I'm like, okay, this is stupid. I'm not doing this anymore. And so we're just going to deep dive and I want results. When you come back, you better have those two action steps executed. You know what I mean? Like I, I want um, to see uh, transformation and thought because people need to understand that you, your, um, your thoughts are systemic. they, they're not like just pieces. There's actually a system in place as far as thinking. And one of the things that was interesting is I had the, um, I did a, um, not really a tag team, like me and you would go back and forth. Um, I don't know the lady well enough to know how she works and stuff. So, um, I had her go first cause it, it actually was perfect for what I was about to do. And she's a financial coach and, um, and she did the smart goals, which, you know, I'd heard smart goals and anytime I would see the phrase I'd yawn. Um, but the way the simplicity in which she explained it, I was like, Oh my gosh, that is brilliant. <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, I'm on smart. Right. And, um, so, uh, she had them write. Uh, it could be any goal, but she, you know, emphasize financial, but if they didn't want to do that, they could do any goal on a piece of, uh, like a sticky note. So when I got up there, you know, I, I explained to them immediately, I always go internal guys. I'm always going to go internal. So I want to know what emotion you felt when you wrote that, wrote that goal down. So, um, you know, was it positive, negative, et cetera. Three people, um, I felt guilt, and uh, let's see, one felt guilt, and then uh, the other two felt lazy. And I'm like, what? Because I know these people. And I'm like, what are you talking about, lazy? Like, you're the hardest working people ever. And it was conditioning. Hmm. 
from mm-hmm. their childhood that if you're not working, you're, you're not being productive. You're not being useful. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you might just be tired. And that's why you don't want to mop your kitchen. You know, you know, it's like all this energy that they were putting because they had that. I, that's how I was raised mentality. Yeah, that's, you know, when I, so for me, and I'm thinking about right now, specifically like a couple situation, when it shows up in a couple situation, and um, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, okay, I understand that's how you were raised, I get that, mm-hmm. but you're not in that, ex- you're not in that experience anymore, you know, you are now you know, 40 something years of age. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, that behavior is still at work, but it's hurtful in your relationship now. Yeah. Do you see? Right. And sometimes that's the other part of conditioning that you can, the person can be like in a blinder. And so if you don't really have someone that's going to actually help you to see what you need to see, they just keep going. Right. Yep. And so in this case here, I can think of I can think of a number of situations where it's like, that's not going to work for you. Yeah. Right. Well, this is the way I was raised and I'm, I'm I'm still in this couple situation. And so the next time I see the guy, his face is red, is red as a radish. OK, mm-hmm. not an apple, but a radish. That's, that's your purple man. rage, coach. Exactly. What's wrong, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she she just said, bye, Felicia. She did one of those things to him, right? Yep. Now, afterwards, in the tears, um, I don't understand why she's gone. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't change. You said this is the way you grew up. This is the way you think relationships are supposed to be. And you don't understand why she doesn't see what you see mm-hmm. but you couldn't see what she was trying to tell you because your conditioning made it such that the only thing you could hear were your own words yeah right and the only time he was able to hear something else is when he heard the door close yep right mm-hmm. but it was it was not somebody coming in the house but they were leaving the house yep and unfortunately now a loss of relationship there are other things we know that happens when we are not able to change our conditioning, right? Yeah. And so uh, I think I want to say that when we think of conditioning, we don't have to make it negative, but we do need to know that we are saying that you have a thought and a behavior pattern, maybe an emotional pattern that you have going on, and that it's important to be aware of it because it can show up in your life in different areas if you're not careful. I like that coach. And, um, so I want to, I want to, um, take it back to processes that we have in place in, in three areas. Uh, well, and we could go to four, but three, uh, personal, professional, and financial. And then if our listeners want to add spiritual slash self-care, um, that internal world, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So the issue that I had with my billing process is that I did not see it (laughs) and that it wasn't serving me 
for seven years. So coach, if I multiply, now of course, when I first started my business, it didn't take me two to three hours. So let's let's go down to the last four. So if if you multiply, um, and it may not seem like a lot, but when you're an entrepreneur or you're busy, you understand, I was losing 24 hours every year. Uh, and so for five years, right, you know, you've got five days, four to five days that I've lost, um, which is a lot for me. Yeah, it is. And so what was frustrating is I didn't see it sooner. And I've done that on several things because I'm very, um, regulatory meaning, well, you know, like when I would do my kettlebell, we were laughing at the the training Wednesday. Cause I was like, yeah, I said, coach, you know, he'd be like, you're in your head, you're in your head. You need to feel the movement. I'm like, I don't want to feel the movement. You're making me, you're making me, you're making me irritated. I just want to swing the kettlebell and think about it. It's like, nope, you need to get in your feels. And I'm like, Ugh. But what he was seeing, I told him is I was stiffening and my yeah. movement wasn't flowing. And mm-hmm. so once I get into, um, a process, I don't always see how it's not serving me. So it's kind of like the thoughts, you know, you have to challenge them. Um, And so here's what I would recommend, Coach, and I'd like your uh, input on my idea because this is just on the fly. And then um, you add. So if you write down on a piece of paper, uh, personal, professional, um, financial, and then spiritual slash self-care, write down all of your current processes. So like if you think of personal, what is your morning process? What um, is your, you know, lunch, your daily processes, your evening routines, your uh, physical health routines, et cetera. So kind of do like a brain dump of all your current processes. Same thing with professional, you know, like what do you do when you first start working? What, you know, blah, blah, blah. Go through all those. You're, if, you're, if you own your business, how you bill, um, how you market and brand, like write all those things down and then continue on for your financial processes. You know, do you have a budget? And don't tell me it's in your head. That's crap. So if you don't have a written budget, you do not have a budget, people. Um, I learned that $56,000 later. So, you know, go through your financial processes, your spending processes. Is there any impulse going on? Okay, because I think where I missed the waste of time coach is I wasn't aware of all my processes. And so then when it hit me like a ton of bricks, what are you doing? And I, and here's what happened. I got frustrated because it was taking so long. And so look for the areas of frustration. Look for the areas where you're not, um, fully realizing, right. What you want your goals. And then Ask yourself, what tools and what can I put in place that helps me reach a specific goal? So for me, when I look at the billing, the frustration was the amount of time. So I'm huge on tools. So then I'm like, I know there's a tool and I found one. But here's what's funny, coach. So I um, have been challenged by a book. I'm just going to hold it up. Okay. It's called uh, The Nine-Figure Mindset by Brandon Dawson. I mean, I've got dog ears and 
writing and underlying. And this is one that I'll probably read every year. And this is from, you know, people that, um, they're worth a hundred million or more and, and, um, and net worth. And so, um, it's one of those books, like, I don't know if this has ever happened to you coach where you see a book and it's like, bam, you know, you're supposed to read it like a light bulb is on it. Flashlight. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that this book challenged me on, which I was not aware of is a scarcity mindset. And so it showed up because I'm, I'm very generous. I'm very, I'm big vision, but I can also break it down to small. Um, and so I wasn't aware, I wasn't aware of the scarcity mindset. So get this. So when I find the tool, like I'm hunting for a free one. Okay. And then when I find the tool, I'm like $5 a month, really, you know, and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, Good grief. Are you freaking kidding me? You're <laughs> squabbling over $5 when you make, depending on the service, 70 to 100 an hour. Are you serious? $5 a month? I mean, I was just like, <laughs> and so coach the sub, it brought up that scarcity. So that's another system. And so I'm going to spend my year just going after that sucker. But what do you think of scarcity my mindset? idea? Huh? The scarcity mindset? Yes, because I didn't know it was even there until the $5. And this book started challenging me. And thank goodness I had read this point. And here's where the scarcity shows up. So the scarcity shows up in limiting my ability to do the big things I want to do. Okay? And then it shows up in, you know what? You need to release money and marketing that you're nervous putting out there. And, um, and I know a specific area in particular. So it's tied to, uh, my ability and then capability and then, um, money, letting it go to make me more, uh, cause I'm very careful with it. And I think a lot of it is, you know, rooted in just seeing my dad lose everything over and over. Um, but I'm smarter than him. I use a lot of wisdom. Sorry, dad. I use a lot of wisdom in my finances. So, um, but anyway, the scarcity coach, that was a system that I didn't recognize. So what do you think about my ideas and maybe a process to help people examine their processes and systems? Well, I think the, you know, I mean, really what you, you described, you know, a form of project management, that's really what you did. I did. <laughs> you know, because it's really all about processes. Everything that we do is about processes, right? Now, some of those we have down so pat that we don't think about them. Yeah. Right. But when they become larger or if they include things that are not necessarily everyday stuff that they have to be incorporated, then, you know, moving to a list becomes very important. You need to you need to have a way to be able to look at your flow. I mean, we talk about the same thing when it turns, when it comes to training the subconscious mind. Yeah. That is a process that you actually have in place, right? And um, so I think it's a good idea. Now, is that something that you would do in your, um, like in your one-on-ones or that type of thing? 
because I I think it's probably some coaching that you're going to have to do with that because I think it's a great idea, but you you know when you give it to somebody, you're probably going to have to coach them up with it. Yeah, because they're going to they're going to run right into the sub right away when they start having to go in and look at how their process really are because they probably haven't seen them. But I think it's a great tool. So everyone listening, if you would like to have some coaching sessions on this process, just let us know. My email is in the show notes. Uh, Thanks, Coach, for that other aspect of a coaching idea. You can obviously Mm -hmm. take it for yourself. But you're right. Mm -hmm. So I was surprised at, okay, so the check-in on processes, and then I was surprised at me internally squabbling with myself over $5. (laughs) So I think that shows how ingrained we get um, without realizing it. And that's why, you know, like I love learning and I love reading from people that are where I'm going because Mm -hmm. it challenges those areas. You know, like if you, like one of the things they kept saying in this book that just kept hitting me was most people never achieve what they want because they don't know what they're capable of doing. They always underestimate their capability. I was like, oh my gosh. So then how that translates, just in case you're wondering, is um, very careful and cautious, small progress. Uh, So the ability to take risk is greatly diminished. And there's a difference between just, you know, risk of you go to Las Vegas and you, you know, throw all your money away. Um, my dad actually, he was really good at slots. He, um, he was actually genius in his IQ. So he would, he studied the slot machines for months and he would just sit there and he started noticing, spotting the patterns. And, uh, so anytime he would go to Vegas, he'd come back anywhere from 1200 to two grand, um, for just a few hours. Cause he, he understood and knew the patterns and then they switched it up he started losing all his money. So he got out, but, um, but you know, there's calculated risk and you're right, coach, when you start examining systems and then it's like, okay, this system is no longer serving me. Just like we tell you with thoughts, this thoughts no longer serving me. Your sub is going to throw up its programming. It's, you know, you're going to get a blue screen up on your computer. Like, uh, uh-uh, yeah. nope, nope. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to cause a little bit of nervousness when you see that, because you're like, what is this? So yeah, I agree, coach. You know, um, I'd like to share something that actually happened with me last week. Um, I'm actually still in it, um, you know, because, you know, in my research, I've come across, um, it's like, oh, my goodness, mind blowing. I said, this is it. <clears throat> and and so far, I would say that my project is coming along. The dissertation is coming along fine. Well, and then I run into someone who has a different mentality than I do, mm-hmm. right? Which is okay. Um, but they happen to be on a committee of mine, okay? Yeah. Um, so they have some authority, right? And so um, a word I use, they didn't like it. They asked me to change the word, right? Um, miseducation. And I'm reading it. And I'm I'm going back and I'm working through my my dissertation. This is a lot of writing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of writing. And 
all of a sudden my sub just I I almost broke out in a sweat and I thought what is this I was mad as hell I was oh I was so Ooh, I could have threw some punches and I was like, what is that? And I'm actually, I have class this, you know, when I'm, I'm on fire and I'm actually in a zoom class and I was like, you know, I can't do my presentation today. I'm, I'm, I'm at the pass. I'm at to do it next week. Cause I was like, I was like, you're all right. I was like, no, I am not all right. And what happened? And I'm like, I said, I'm still in this space, but when I went back and I started looking at it, I'm like, if I change that, that's not me. Right. So in this case, the sub is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've been training yourself to do this. And right now somebody is asking you to change something that is actually a core in your philosophy. Yep. And if you use other language, it makes your research from your perspective soft. Yep. It took me about two days. I was fit. I was, you know, typing and everything. And then finally I was like, F it, F it. <laughs> I said, let me get my revision chart, you know, so I can tell you this is what I did. This is what I, this is what I did. This is the change I made, or I didn't make this change and this is why. Uh-huh. Right. And so what was on me was you are in a fight. Because what you're doing right now is deep in your psyche. And if you release that, you'd be betraying yourself. So this is a different type of conditioning. Now I'm like, well, you know, I really don't want to be in conflict with you and everything like that. And my sub was, he was like, no, no, no. (laughs) You're just going to have to say, hey. And that's what I'm going to be doing at noon today. Right? Yeah. And being prepared to make make another move in case there is, you know, we're not able to, you know, come to an agreement because it's like, you know, this research is like, I change what doesn't work. Yeah. But it's like, no, uh -uh, I got to keep that in there because that's not in there. That's not me. That So now you're going into like a core uh, person, like a core value where if it's violated, you know, it's like, it's a betrayal to you. To your ethics exactly but there is that part in the sub that says well you know you don't want to be too hard here you know it's like it's not that big of a deal right i went through all of that oof i blew up like the the fish and shark tails <laughs> like the puffer fish my sub was like no so what i'm saying is that when you think about conditioning, it's not always about changing a behavior that may be negative, you know, like just like a really rude and negative behavior. Sometimes that change requires that you stand up for something that you may not have done, yeah. right? You could be breaking that type of conditioning as well, too. And I think you might have said that earlier. And that was one of the things that's for me, it's like, oh no, I, you know, you and I got to put the gloves on. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. it's, it's right. It's like, we got to put the gloves on. Right. Yeah. And, and so I had to do so much writing to prepare myself just in case I end up having to have another chair for my research. Right. And so I'm not saying I will, but one of the things that I had to do was, you know, 
anticipate no gains, but plan for losses. Yeah. Right. Yep. I like that coach. Uh, You know, one of the things that might be conditioning that our listeners are listening to or are encountering possibly is for some reason, and, and it's again, conditioning, I believe because we've really moved away from the art of writing. Uh, you know, yeah. we went to typing, we went, you know, to computers, phones, et cetera, yeah. but writing changes the brain. It's just that simple. And yeah. a lot of people, they just don't want to do it. They don't want to sit down and take the time to write. And so an, another thing I see before I share my thought is also, it's the same thing with planning, you know, like putting your stuff in your planner and, and, and planning out your week. That way you're in control, not time bullying you. And yeah. the thing is, is that they're like, well, that takes too much time. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it literally takes five to 15 minutes. Um, but I think it's actually the sub because when you, number one, write things down, it's a commitment. Number two, some people really don't know what they want. So I'm here to tell you that the process, let's, let's even take it quarterly where you sit down, you write out your processes, you pivot and adjust as needed. You may be looking at the beginning. It's going to take longer time. So you might be looking at maybe 30 minutes an hour. But as you begin to instill this process, it gets shorter and shorter. And then you fine tune your processes so much that the need for correction could diminish. But if you don't want to take that time, that's your choice. You know, know, hold hold your book up again. You don't want to take that. If you don't want to take the time, right. Mm -hmm. Then you know why your vision in case for the for those who can't see our podcast, she's holding up the book on the nine figure mindset. Yep. And so what I was saying is for those of us that don't want to do the things that ensure change, then we already have an answer uh, in terms of our future. Yes. Right? We already know what it looks like. And in that sense, I say you forfeit your ability to complain about life. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um I will admit that we have structures in place, systemic structures that make it difficult to concentrate. Yeah. I mean, you know, but that's a whole, excuse me, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, when you know that these things are happening in life around you, then you have to say, so what is my plan? That was the word you just used. What is my plan? How am I going to navigate these circumstances? Yeah. Right. Whatever that experience is, we all have an opportunity to do that. The minute we recognize that we want something different, that's the spark. The question is, what do you want to do with it? Mm -hmm. One person is going to say, you know what? I'm not a very good writer, but if you help me, I'll do this. Yeah. You know, like the one person I call a, a superhero, right? Because it's like, look, I've been down and out and it's like, okay, well, I want to talk to you because you've been someplace, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You've already been on the other side. So you're the first person I want to talk to because you are ready to make a change. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what we, you know, people have to be willing to do. It's like, look at your life and say, hey, look, do I want something different? Do I really want something different? Yeah. 
And the minute the answer to that question is yes, then you put your conditioning on notice. Yeah. Right. You put your, your ability to make change on notice as well too. Yeah. And so once you answer the questions and then your actions are different than the answer that you gave for the question, then you'll have people like us saying, well, um, you might want to write those down now. You might want a paper and pen, or you might want to do something else. Otherwise, what you get is what you're asking for. And that's a hard thing for people to be able to accept. You have to understand that your current practices show you your future, whether it's a year, whether it's five years, whether it's 10 years. And installing new processes and and evaluating and putting those things in place. It is work. I'm not going to lie at all. However, what is fascinating is when you instill practices and systems, when you remove systems and practices that no longer serve you well, here's, here's the beauty of it. You eliminate and even reduce anxiety. You do. Because your brain now has something that it's kinetically accepted because you wrote it down and you've got your plan. And so whatever comes at you, it has that place of resilience. You're not uh, wandering around. You know, like when I think of our student that, you know, she gets done with the intensive and then she stops writing her statements, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, that this yeah. is a lifelong deal. And yeah. she said, it's amazing what it does to you when you, it's the same thing every day, but when you do those things, there's a greater sense of control. And uh, so like coach said, you know, if you're not willing to do, if you make that choice, that's fine. That's, that's your choice. There's freedom, but you forfeit the right to complain on how life is. And, um, and here's another thing. This is funny. Reminds me of our student. Mm-hmm. We, um, went by one of my clients, uh, Tuesday to get some content and I was telling her something. I don't even remember what it was. She'll know and probably remind me when she hears this. Cause she always ch- chuckles. Cause I usually bring her up at some point. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, I might, uh, can do that. <sighs> so I'm like, might you might yeah. can what? It's either you do or you don't. Like I mean, That's right. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't like that language. I don't like Mike can. I don't like try. I said, coach, he's the one that really instilled that into me. I said, this can't crap and all that. No, no, I don't, you know, you just need to make the decision to do it. <laughs> so she and my father-in-law were talking about how, man, if you use that language around her, it's like she immediately jumps on that. And it's like, it goes on and on as well. And I said, yeah. You know, obviously the fact that you use that language means that it's still a system of thought that is in you. And, yeah. you know, I'm, of course I'm going to make it a very memorable uh, teaching moment. <laughs> you, you know, so the story I just told, um, that was necessary for me. That was a point of change, right? Yeah. So, and this is why I was saying, depending on, where your life is, what you may be required to break in terms of your conditioning could be something very different than you may be, may have thought of, right? Yeah. Especially when you're trying to break something that's had a hold on to you. And that was me. I was like, you know, um, I've tried to control the intensity, right? Mm-hmm. And in this case here, the message for me was, no, this is, 
This is different because it's bigger than the person that's in the community because your research is really a global experience, right? Yeah. Um, this came to you and dream and vision. This is not just a, a piece of scholarship. And so when I let that sink in, I knew then it was like, I'm ready to make whatever decision I have to make. But until I got to that point, I was in some frustration, writing and everything like that. And I felt my energy building up. And it was it was really bringing me to the answer, which was, you're upset because you're being asked to, to release something that is not yours to give. Yeah. But but you are the one that has to be vocal in the space, right? Mm -hmm. Not the paper. The paper really does prove itself, but you're the one that has to be vocal in the space because what you find out when you get to this level, some people can have a hard time dealing with things that are coming up after them. Or in this case right here, you know, like, you know, my research is potent, okay? And, um, and you know me, I'm, I'm going to be very careful about writing anything down unless I can prove it. Yep. You know, but I realize it's like, okay, we, you know, we have to see where we are. But at the same time, before I even get on the call, when I sent that information yesterday, I could feel it in my body that it's like, okay, if she has a problem with it, that's fine. But I've already drew the land in the line in the sand, right? Here is my revision chart. This is why I didn't do it. Now, if you don't like that, you know, then we'll talk about it. Yeah. But, but, but the sub with me had to make that decision before I could finish writing. You know what I liked I about your process, coach, is that you were willing to examine the situation with the flashlight on your internal world to make sure that Yours wasn't, wasn't a conditioning. And then when you were able to see that you came, you know, you had the conclusion that this is a core part of who you are as a person. It's not a conditioning and imposition from others. Then you were able to take the right, you know, action and whatever mm -hmm. the sub threw up, you were able to um, walk through that. So that's, that's, you know, don't think coach was like just ignoring that he might be the one conditioned and maybe she's the one that's not right. Like there was a process where you were examining yourself honestly, as far as, okay, is this me and conditioning or is this her and conditioning? Because I mean, you could say, well, how do you, how do you know that, you know, you're not the one that has the wrong mindset? Well, it, it goes to, you got to know yourself and who you are internally, and then be willing to be humble and transparent in examining if maybe that is the case. Exactly, exactly. So there's a lot of work that goes on in uh, what we call breaking conditioning. But at the same time, for the person that considers themselves a Christian, right? It is the work you do when it's done this is what you hope to experience, right? Mm -hmm. So we understand that every time you 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 take an action, you get an experience from it. You take care of your garden, you keep it weed free, um, you plant, you water the plant, then that's an action. What comes back to you is what you did in terms of the harvest. 
It's the same way in the thought process, right? You have to know what you're putting in the ground. You have to know what you're putting out in the environment. And it's not enough to be angry um, because you could be the one at fault. Yeah. Right. And so that was something that I had to, I had to sit with, right? I was like, wait a minute. And then when it became clear to me, then the writing just, it just took off and I could find information that I could use to support at different points while over here, it's like, I'm going to leave this here, but I'm going to support it so you can actually see. So I'm not just saying no, and I'm not changing anything, right? Because then I'm hard-headed yeah. and I'm in a conditioning place. It's like, no, I kept this, but this is what I did to kind of like help fill it out to help this person understand where I'm coming from. That's good, coach. Well, I think uh, I want to button this up. I do want to say, coach, that I knew this week was going to be unusual. When I woke up Tuesday morning looking like I was 80 years old, I had, uh, (laughs) I'd been busy and got dehydrated. And, you know, in the winter when you get dehydrated, you just shrivel up like a prune. And I, you know, looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, 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 no. And uh, so started increasing my water intake. But coach, that was just, you know, it, it kicked off from there, just went downhill from there. But it's been a very informative week. And, um, and I would highly recommend that, you know, this weekend, today, take that time to even just start your analysis of your processes and systems like just, you know, maybe write one or two down for each category and your brain, it will reward you for that action. So, um, just whatever you need to do, um, to, to live the life you want, it's worth it. And then eventually the time needed diminishes. So, um, all right. In, uh, show notes has our contact information and, uh, I can't think of anything else except everybody have a great week until we talk to them next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you.